Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of the Women in Economics Initiative podcast, in which we cover the latest research in gender economics and inspiring career paths of female and non-binary economists. I'm Jelena, head of the events for the Women in Economics Initiative and your host this season. Today, my guests are Ella and Charlotte, my fellow week volunteers who are part of the writing and editing team. This is our contribution to the International Women's Day, which is celebrated this year under the theme Embrace Equity. Thanks to Ella and Charlotte, we will learn about the distinction between equality and equity. Dear girls, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. Hello. We are happy to be here. Awesome. So why don't we start by telling our audience who you are? So maybe Charlotte, you could go first. Hi, everyone. I'm Charlotte. I've been with the writing and editing team of the Women Economics Initiative since May 2020. And happy to discuss this year's theme on uh, of International Women's Day. Awesome. I'm happy to have you today. And also my second guest is Ella, who you already know. But Ella, please introduce yourself to the new members of, of our audience. Yes. Hi, everyone. I am currently a second year research master student in economics and philosophy. I've been with WE for almost three years now, also joined with Charlotta back in May of 2020 with the writing and editing team, and very excited to kind of get into the nuances and distinctions within equity and equality. It's a conversation Charlotta and I have been having for probably a year and a half now, so we're very excited that it's the theme for International Women's Day and to kind of extend this conversation to everyone within the WE circle. Thanks much for covering this topic for us. I think that many people indeed are still confused and use those terms interchangeably, even though they don't have uh, really the same meaning. So before we dive into definitions and maybe what they are, can we start from the basic question, why is this topic important at all? And why is this theme uh, of the International Women's Day of this year important so much? Um, well, um, I'm happy to take the floor in this one. Um, so this year's theme, just to remind everyone, is embrace equity. And I feel like in the day-to-day conversation, we much more often hear the ter- term equality and gender equality. And since those concepts are very close to each other, but still quite different in outcomes often, it is quite important to discuss them and also clearly define the nuances and and lines between the two of them. Because when we talk about gender equality, we often mean equity, but call it equality and then are kind of sad or disappointed that what we effectively see happening is not what we intended to happen. So I think it's really important to really get into the depths of the two concepts and then decide what we really want as outcomes and how to tackle them from the get-go. Awesome. I mean, I totally agree with you. And I think it's it's really important for us to learn finally what the difference is. Uh, It will definitely uh, foster better communication, between everyone and it's not only of interest to people who are doing econ but i think for 
everyone, uh, it could be very useful to know what's the difference and what, what are we actually striving for to achieve gender equity or gender equality. So could we perhaps define what the terms are and set some boundaries be- between the terms for the audience? Yeah, absolutely. So equality, and at least I think within the context that we usually hear it and think about it, is we think about it as a quality of opportunity. So thinking about, you know, how can we all have sort of the same means to reach that end? Whereas equity is usually seen as having an equality of outcome. And I recognize that can be a bit confusing because, you know, we are defining equity with the use of equality. But I think the key distinction there is how we usually hear it and interpret it. So in this case, in this discussion, equality is viewed as equality of opportunity, whereas equity is viewed as equality of outcome. And I think as Charlotta was suggesting, like, you know, we really want to think about that outcome at the end of the day. And I think that's kind of the goal we want to strive for. And as we'll get into it, there's a lot of nuances that, you know, between the two words that lead to a lot of this. But that's kind of, I think, the core distinction we want to make is equality of opportunity versus equality of outcome. Uh, Could we perhaps give uh, people um, one example for each of those, such that it's a bit easier to understand what's the equality of opportunity and what's equality of outcomes? Absolutely. So I think one great example that I'd seen, and this is actually a part of the International Women's Day blog post that is on their website. It's a great introduction to all of this as well. They have a quote that suggests, you know, giving everybody a pair of shoes is a form of equality. Giving everybody a pair of shoes that fits that person, that is equity. So just giving a blanket, you know, kind of benefit to everyone is great. But if that benefit cannot be utilized in the same way by everyone, then it's not going to lead to the same outcome. And that's the concern when it comes to equity. I think to translate this into more economic terms is um, equality is to provide the same resources for everyone, whereas equity does take into account the differences of each individual and therefore reallocates resources accordingly and maybe takes from some but re- and reallocates those to others to promote a more equitable starting point. Thank you so much for the explanations and for super illustrative example. I think that now we're all on the, all on the same page and can kick off the discussion. So we have established what's in terms of at least definitions, the difference between those. Uh, but in the end, uh, what is your position on what are we actually aiming to uh, achieve? So is it uh, gender equality? Is it gender equity? And uh, can we discuss a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think for me, I would, you know, I think the goal of gender equity and the goal of equity is more of what we want to strive for. I think equity is able to pull in a lot more nuance and a lot more about context. So I think with that, equity is also a much better use for thinking and looking at intersectionality and making sure everyone is properly represented. Um, You know, I think again, with that shoe example, making sure that everything fits each person. Another example is in education. You know, if we want to make sure everyone, especially within, you know, gender, making sure everyone has the right educational opportunities, um, just because, you know, you give everybody a book does not necessarily mean that everyone has the original skills to start to be able to understand and utilize and capitalize on that, you know, that opportunity that has been given to them.
So for me, I think gender equity is the goal, but I think as we'll probably get into through this, there's a lot of, there can be some difficulties towards striving towards that. Exactly. And the thing is, when we talk about gender equality, we also often talk about equality of opportunity, which we just established is is uh, one side of the medal. And it's an important starting um, point to have equal opportunities for each and everyone. That means equal treatment of boys and girls um, in, in education. That means equal treatment for men and women in the labor market, etc. But there are certain barriers sometimes that may even be uh, not visible for each and every one that then lead to uh, non-equitable outcomes. Thanks a lot for uh, summing up this for us. Um, I think that even in our everyday conversation, we mostly hear about equality and it seems to be a more catchy word, so to say, even though after listening to your explanations, uh, it suggest that we might reconsider using another term to describe many of the situations that we're encountering in our everyday lives. So even though I first constrained you and asked you, okay, let's talk about gender equity versus gender equality, uh, I think we could also focus on the terms themselves uh, more broadly. So if I were to ask you about some, let's say, pros and um, limitations of uh, the equity, uh, what would you add to, to that? Yeah, so I think as I kind of started to suggest also, like, I see equity as kind of a great goal for us to strive for, but it can be very difficult to implement. I mean, as I mentioned, it's very much a more individualized approach and in making sure that the needs of each person is met. Again, back to the shoe example, like in order to properly implement a policy from an equity standpoint, you would need to know everybody's shoe size, which practically could be very difficult to do and to implement. But again, if we want to reach, you know, a society that I think many of us would like to see, we're going to need to be a bit more individual with our approaches in that also for that sake of intersectionality and being aware of context you know, history, culture, larger conversations than solely just, you know, what we may see directly in front of us. I definitely agree on that. And um, I mean, I think that many policies back then started as one solution available to everyone. But then, of course, uh, policies have improved over time such that we uh, indeed realize that um, we don't solve much of a problem if we give uh, 100 euros to every citizen of a country. But it could be, for example, much better to know a bit more about, I'm just talking about, let's say, um, income background of everyone uh, and see who is actually in need for that. And we ta target people more specifically and indeed uh, realize I don't need to help uh, in this case maybe to the rich, but I will reinvest money and give to the people who, who are more in need. But as you say, this could be very costly and it probably takes lots of time to build adequate institutions, to train people, to collect information, to also train people to see what the problems are. Uh, and that's why I also think that we need representation of each and every group of people we can think of 
such that they raise and establish what the problems are, and then we could slowly start to address them and then see how we could solve them. So Charlotte, maybe you would like to add your view on this. Yeah, sure. I think the thing with this whole concept is that it is applicable to so many different areas of our life and to bring it a bit back to to the gender perspective maybe and to give a more tangible example of of where we see um see this so there's this huge debate uh, about gender quotas for governing boards for instance and um, we always talk about equality of opportunity and if there was equality of opportunity that was functioning we wouldn't necessarily need those quotas because then women and men would be more or less equally represented on those boards according to the distribution of women in in this particular field, for instance. But we don't see that. We see much more men taking leadership positions, although in the broader field uh, or the broader industry, women take up a certain part or a certain fraction of the working workforce. And um, introducing gender quotas actually ensures that we have a more equitable outcome and um, adjusts for the lack of equality of opportunity that we have. And so you can see that with a lot of policies, um, policies aimed at women in business um, or aimed, um, let's go into the development context, and and uh, look at policies that are aimed to put more women or more girls into school. All of these policies are there to kind of adjust where we don't have a real, real equality of opportunity and also see then that there is no equality of outcome. Thank you for giving us a nice example. I think that uh, gender quotas could be a very controversial topic, uh, different people having different opinions, But if you put it uh, into this context and you actually see what's the goal of of this policy, I think that maybe uh, people would would look at it with uh, different eyes, so to say, as as of today and and see that uh, it's not meant to be harmful and that women um, themselves should not uh, look at this policy as um, something they should be ashamed of and try to decline their positions on boards and think that they were selected just because of their gender. Let me add to that. I think it is totally fair to have different opinions on the concept of equality and equity. and that is, But that is exactly why we need first to define those two words properly and then go from there and and then each and every one is is free to decide what they see as as the better outcome or the better approach to to policy, and we don't necessarily have to agree uh, on it. And therefore, we discuss those things. So so use this this forum here to discuss. I just think it is important to acknowledge that, for instance, the gender quota thing is actually um, something where we strive for a certain policy goal that is actually described as an equity goal rather than an equality goal. 
I think it's a pretty valid point and uh, maybe some people will think uh, about it for the first time uh, the other way. But what struck me now that you were mentioning um, and explaining the differences and giving examples is that um, even though we are defining concepts as they are, um, I can clearly see that uh, based depending on a country and culture where you are, Uh, those things can be completely different and uh, what one society sees as equitable or what one society sees as just and um, right to do equal, so to say, um, it could be completely opposite uh, in the other. So could we maybe touch upon this and see what your thoughts are on this topic? Yeah, absolutely. So this is also something um, Trelanta and I kind of thought about before this and thinking about, you know, equity and equality as just the physical words and terms themselves, like they look very similar. And one thing we were curious about is how do these translate into languages outside of English? Is this something you find in German? Is this something you find in Spanish? Is it something you find in French? And Charlotte knows a bit more of those exact details, but you do find it across languages, which I think for us was quite interesting. But I think the sense that I got was not to the same depth within English so far is that within English, you really find a clear distinction between these definitions of equity versus equality and within these concepts. And also to kind of think culturally as well on that. I come from an American background and this concept of the American dream and equality of opportunity has been so ingrained within my culture and upbringing. And, you know, America is the land of opportunity, whereas it's a much different perspective and kind of approach to these terms and these concepts from other upbringings and other societies. And I think, Charlotte, you probably have more to add in on that. Yes, I mean, I've always been uh, very uh, an avid le learner of languages, so I kind of asked that question. And since English is also not my first language, I thought, well, how would I translate those terms? And so for equality, I think it's relatively easy. It's it's Gleichberechtigung uh, in German. So equal treatment of people, whereas equity would translate to also to Gerechtigkeit, which then you could retranslate to justice or fairness in English, which is rather interesting um, to look at it this way. Um, then I tried the same for French. <laughs> and uh, there I also found that equity, though it's translated to equité, it's also translated to égalité, which again, is equality. And if you look at the very concept of the French Revolution with égalité and fraternité, so kind of roughly you could translate that not only to brotherhood, but also to solidarity in a more modern concept. Then you find that this very idea of égalité or like equality, how it's translated in, in, in law is much closer to the equity idea than to just the equality idea, which is rather interesting. And I think, Ella, you also looked into the yeah. Spanish version then? Yeah, so I actually did look at the Spanish kind of translations and how that works out. And thank you to my classmate Andres for the help on this one. But equality translates into igualdad and equity translates to um, equidad. And he was saying that, you know, both concepts are present within the Spanish language and he's heard of both of them, but for them, 
the equality translation is much more prevalent and much more used and rarely does he hear the equity version and translation. So it really, I think, depends culture to culture. Different people in different cultures look at these concepts of equality and equity in different severities and different intensities of, you know, how prevalent are they for them and how relevant, which I think adds even more to the, you know, conversation and need for hashtag embrace equity to be the theme of International Women's Day this year to really think about, you know, what are all the nuances and complexities within this? Because not only within English are there a lot of complexities between the two words, but if we open that up to a whole broader scale on a world level, it's even more intense on the amount of different ways to look at this and different ways to approach this. Hmm. I mean, this is so powerful because now I'm, I was trying to translate the words uh, to my native language and then, oh, there I am struck that actually most of the time we use the term that's for equality, not equity, almost non-existing. And when we want to tackle both things, so I can, I can just say what the translations are. So for equality in Serbian, that's jednakost. And for equity, there would be pravičnost, which for equity would also sound more like just, justice, as you said, very similar to French. And now I'm so happy that we're actually covering this in the episodes to uh, raise the awareness uh, and fight for equity and maybe using it a, li- a little bit more into our everyday conversations because it's it's just more accurate. Yes, and also what is so, so interesting since uh, apparently Serbian and, and, and German both translate uh, equ- uh, equity kind of to, to justice in a way that in the English language, this is another separate concept. So it's it's really interesting. And, and it, it, it shows how different cultures very much know the concept in, in practice, probably, and, and use it in practice. But in terms of how we word it and how we um, communicate this concept is, is different. And that's so interesting. And that makes the conversation harder maybe, but also more interesting and more diverse. It's true. I mean, now that I also think about research and what's more prevalent word, uh, let's say, I would say that we mostly focus and when we also want to tackle equity, we mostly use and talk about equality of opportunity because I, I've not heard many people uh, during our seminars or classes talk about equity. Maybe just this concept and some basic uh, intro courses. But later on, when you listen to presentations and um, newer research, it's really mostly equality and different forms of it. So that maybe, um, yeah, just shifts our perspectives. I know that, Ella, you told us something um, while we were prepping for for this episode that you have some interesting facts on this. So I was curious about this also and thinking about, you know, I feel at least in a classroom setting, I hear equality much, much more often than equity. And so within that sphere of academia and within economics specifically, I wanted to kind of think about, you know, which is more prevalent. So I did a brief search in Ideas Repack, which if anyone isn't aware, is sort of a 
Um, it's a website to kind of host and compile a lot of literature and journal articles within the field of economics. So I did just a key term search for equality versus equity, um, and equality came up with roughly 70,000 entries, whereas equity came up with about 64,000, which, to be honest, I think I was a bit surprised that there wasn't a larger discrepancy. I think I'd expected there to be a larger difference and many, many more entries in equality than in equity. But I also do wonder how much of that is also people who don't necessarily understand or know the nuance between the two words and are using it. So I don't know what you guys think on that also. I think it has to do with the large literature on financial markets, where we also use the term equity for something (sighs) else. I did not think about that, but yes, that would make, I think, a lot of sense. Because I also, because that for me, that also really surprised me that equity was still fairly close to equality within that little search. So then I went to Google Trends to search there as well and looked up, you know, so Google Trends also, if anyone who isn't aware, it allows you to kind of look at the trend of Google searches. So over since 2004, you can look and see, you know, at one point maybe does, you know, the term coronavirus become a fairly, you know, Google searched word. And clearly that would have been in 2020. But so I searched for equality versus equity. And you see since roughly 2015, there's been a slow increase in Google searches for distinguishing the two. And then it was actually around May and June of 2020 that the concept really spiked and really saw an increase. So that would have been two, three months into the midst of the pandemic, roughly around the same time as the George Floyd incidents in the U.S., a lot of conversation about what is going on socioeconomically right now. How can we make sure that we know everybody is getting the proper care and attention and support that they need and really thinking about welfare, I think, in a much broader and more holistic perspective. And I think because of that, with the pandemic and with everything going on, thinking about equity versus equality became much, much more prevalent, which I think as, I mean, again, we're here today talking about all this because it's the theme for International Women's Day. It is definitely a a big topic now. It is, and I'm glad that we're covering it and trying to contribute to the overall conversation about that. So we have seen what has happened um, on Google, what has happened in the research arena, But uh, if we were to talk about policies, do we have something to say there? Because um, are actually our current legislations using proper words to address uh, the problems that they want, want to solve? Or what could we potentially tell policymakers to pay attention to in the future? Yeah, so I think this is something that, again, part of the reason why this is even a conversation to be having right now is as we've mentioned, I think equity is what we want to strive for, but because it needs to be done on such an individualistic level, it can be very difficult to do at a large scale policy implementation. Um, So I think what really is important is creating a lot more awareness about the distinction between these two topics, and especially in larger local administrations, grassroots organizations, that way there's a lot more attention to some, there can be a lot more attention to the detail at a smaller scale. And I think that's a big kind of important factor about, you know, thinking, striving for equity versus striving for equality. So at a large scale policy situation, that one, I don't know if I have an answer to, but I would say, I think the answer is really focusing on smaller administrations, smaller local governments, um, local policies, even within a company, 
Absolutely. I think those are brilliant examples and I definitely wish we could uh, have more detailed data on, on the citizens and also on employees because um, lately I've been trying to find a nice data set that tracks employees and has lots of detailed information about that and you would be surprised how scarce data about employees is. Most detailed thing you can get is was there a more precise occupation with two or three digits, what's their gender, and I mean, not really a lot uh, about who those people are and what their needs are. So I really wish uh, we can see a new wave starting from whatever type of firms. I don't care whether those are multinationals or startups, but uh, if we could see a new wave of uh, data collection and care for their employees. I think to kind of uh, tie it all in. Um, this entire conversation that we are having is really important for policymakers to understand and to acknowledge that there are differences across individuals. And if the aim is gender equality, what we are calling it, but we are actually meaning more of an equitable outcome for both men and women and, and for all genders, then we need to acknowledge that there are differences across individuals and therefore we need an equity approach rather than an equality mm. approach to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's super powerful and that's actually a message that we definitely want to send. We don't want to lay down and do nothing and then in the end when pay is there, just split it equally among us. We just want to have a right starting point and possibility to achieve everything on our own. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's really powerful. Are there any last thoughts that you would like to add uh, before we close the episode? No, I think just a reminder again, you know, when we talk about equality, it's usually equality of opportunity and that's not always inclusive to everybody. So the whole goal of this is to think more in terms of equity and thinking of equality of outcome. Right. We mostly speak about equity uh, or we mean equity, but we use the wrong term for it. So we maybe need to pay more attention to our communication. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ella and Charlotte, for joining me today and uh, telling us what's the difference between equality and equity. I really hope that you're going to celebrate this International Women's Day, talking to your peers, uh, how to embrace equity, hopefully. Uh, and I hope that we have sparked some thoughts in your mind um, to all policymakers, people working in private sector who are listening to us. Uh, please um, discuss it with your peers, discuss it with your colleagues, and I would love to see some action coming in the next couple of years. Thanks all for joining in today and listening to this episode. Your support really means a lot to us. Stay tuned uh, because we're preparing um, amazing material for you in the coming months. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. The views expressed in WE Podcasts are those of the interviewers and the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of the organization, its partners, other members, or any other affiliated people and organizations. We'd also like to thank Maddie Stevenson for writing and recording our original theme song. 
For anyone who would like to learn more about the Women in Economics initiative, please find us online as well as on most social media channels.